What's up, everyone? It's Hannah, and this is the Soda City Podcast, a local listener's guide to all things Columbia. We are back after a two-week break. The Soda City Podcast is returning, and I hope you guys are just as excited as I am. I wanted to come back with a fan favorite, which is the episode where we do the one with sitcoms and neighborhoods. If you aren't familiar, we did an episode a while back where we took a look at some of the popular Columbia neighborhoods and figured out just which of our favorite shows would be set in each. So this will mirror that very same format. You guys really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. So just for a quick recap to get our minds right. Part one, we decided that Rosewood would be home to the Parks and Rec Department of Pawnee. Leslie Nope would get her fill of rainbow sprinkles and whipped cream at the dairy bar. Ben Wyatt would have his hands full at Dano's Pizzeria with all the wonderful calzones that they offer. Andy, of course, would teach kids the Haya Karate Chop at Capital Karate right before taking off to Rockaways to catch the Colts game. West Columbia would be home to our favorite fallen heroes, the Shit family from Shit's Creek. And Forest Acres, of course, would keep our modern family members, well, modern. You would absolutely catch the Desperate Housewives themselves strolling up and down the streets of Shandon after a long day of shopping on Divine Street or sweating at Bar 3. And of course, the beloved friends would reside in Cottontown, making Inda their very own central perk. And if you enjoyed that, for more, be sure and listen to episode 6 if you didn't already. But for now, get ready for part 2, where we decide which sitcoms would be filmed in Five Points, Noma, Earlwood, Main Street, and Heathwood. Starting off first with five points where our favorite starting five from Philadelphia would reside, the gang would most likely spend their days around CJ's in five points where Mac and Dennis co-own D. Bartens and Charlie cleans up in his spare time when he's not brainstorming the next musical to be performed at the Five Points Fountain. Once off work, Charlie wanders over to Breakers to mask his hasn't-showered-in-a-week smell before mustering up enough confidence to go flirt with the waitress at Salty Nut before finally crashing with Frank at their apartment above Papa Jazz. And speaking of Frank, he just goes straight to Barnut. No messing around. Stays till 6 a.m. and then calls it a night. You know the type. Dennis would plan out his next victim of the Dennis system at Drip in a dark corner before heading upstairs to Saluda's to treat himself to some fine wine and an expensive steak. Obviously cooked rare for psychopathic reasons. Finally, retiring at Goats where he can truly be eclectically himself, even though he could probably use some group therapy. Dee would try to put on some show that she can fit in at the gourmet shop sampling wine and cheese when really we all know that she's just going to end up at Monday Night Paths trying to find literally anyone to buy her a cheap drink. And finally, Mac would start his night beefing up at home team before ripping off his sleeves to expose his tribal tattoos and heading over to Jake's on a Wednesday night to catch some music and hopefully score a number or seven if he's lucky. Next, we've got none other than North Main's new girl, 
It's kind of a tongue twister there. But after she's done teaching at Alcorn Middle, Jess would sing at open mic after a few beers and crafting and picking out some quirky gifts for her friends at Curiosity Coffee Bar. Nick would be across the street bartending at the Warmouth, eventually catching back up with Jess at Curiosity for a more relaxed hangout. Schmidt would pick out some unique pieces to complete the apartment at Copper Barn, while Cece spends her days doing outdoor yoga at one of the mini parks in Noma just before heading out for the day for some shopping. And Winston, of course, would trust pet sitting by Denise with his precious Ferguson Michael Jordan Bishop, the cat, while he works the late night shift at WQXL. is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down that's right after relocating from the west philadelphia playgrounds will would shoot some hoops at the heathwood park after a long day of school at heathwood hall where he scores baskets and ladies while carlton is setting new records with the debate team aunt viv would pop around bar three in the work to keep her body in tip-top dancing shape while Hillary would spend most of her time between Soak Spa and Trenholm Plaza. Ashley would be getting herself into some good trouble at Mays Park. That is, of course, unless Will steps in. Uncle Phil would be tossing Jazz out of their million-dollar mansion out onto the lawn of their Heathwood Circle home. All the while, Jeffrey would be sneaking in Piggly Wiggly groceries disguised in Whole Foods bags to keep up the bank's image. Is this what the people of Bel Air living like? Hmm, this might be all right. I whistled for a cab, and when it came near the license plate. Suit up Main Street because it is about to get legend. Wait for it, Dairy. That's right, you'd probably bump into Barney himself in the heart of Main Street, most likely coming up the stairs from the wig, Soda City's very own McLaren's. When he's not drumming up a new scheme with the gang in a booth at the wig, Barney would probably be in his Fortress of Barnitude apartment, conveniently above Tapp's Art Museum, where on any given day you can find some of Lily's students' artwork hanging in the windows. And though Main Street doesn't offer laser tag, Barney would definitely settle for Transmission Arcade, The Grand, or maybe just a gaming bay at Main Course. And as if Main Street didn't scream Barney's Playground enough, Hendrix seems like the perfect spot to maybe have a rooftop proposal under twinkling string lights, definitely making all of the steps you would have to take worth it. Robin would definitely fit in with the girls at WIS News, while Ted seems like the perfect professor to forget if Architecture 101 is housed in Darlamore or LeConte. Marshall would finally be able to end his quest to find the best burger, or in this case, chicken sandwich, landing, of course, at Drake's Duck Inn. And if you're looking to find the gang altogether, you'd probably run into them at a black tie fundraising event at the CMA, Columbia Museum of Art. And even though it's not the Museum of Natural History, Barney would probably still try to convince you that he knocked over the Dale his hand-blown red, orange, and yellow chandelier when he was six years old.
finally to tie it all together, Corey, Sean, and Topanga would absolutely be all over the streets of Earlwood, hanging out at parks and getting the world's best advice over their neighbor's fence, all while trying to stay out of trouble and out of sight of Mr. Feeney. If you liked what you heard today and are feeling like a good neighbor, make sure to subscribe, review, donate, and tell another neighbor in need about this podcast. By subscribing, you guarantee each and every episode gets delivered straight to your streaming device. By donating, you can help us make stories that matter to you. And you can also follow along on Instagram at the Soda City Podcast. We have pretty awesome memes. We also have the link to donate in our Instagram bio as well as on our Facebook and Twitter pages. And uh, yeah, as always, thanks for listening locally.